Hey, good morning. It's a Thursday morning. It's good to see you today. Hope you are having a great day thus far, all early part of it as we uh, begin our day together, uh, reading scripture and drinking coffee and talking about God's word. So it's good to, good to be with you this morning. Excited about today and what God's got in store for all of us, and I hope that I hope that you have an awesome day. I'm looking forward to today and, of course, this weekend uh, to worship at St. Matthew's. I'm looking forward to um, being able to worship together this week. I'd invite you to visit our website, stm-umc.org slash worship um, for um, service this week. Um, I'm going to be preaching in our intersection contemporary service. We'd love to have you worship with us. Um, it'll be a great day. So I uh, hope to see you. Hope to see you Sunday. I hope to um, worship with you in the coming weeks. It's going to be a, a great uh, few weeks. God's got great stuff going on in our church and um, in every church. So I'd invite you, if you're not around St. Matthew's area, you're not in Madison area, um, find you a, be part of your local church or uh, find you a local church to be a part of. We need the fellowship and the community that comes from our our local churches. Um, today I'm going to be reading from Ezekiel, Ezekiel 37. We'll read verses 7 through uh, 10. So I prophesied as I had been commanded. As I prophesied, suddenly there was noise, a rattling, and bones came together, bone to its bone. I looked, and there were sinews on them, and flesh had come upon them, and skin had covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, Prophesy to the breath, prophesy, mortal, and say to the breath, Thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. And I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived. There stood on the feet a vast multitude. Okay, that's the story of the dry bones in Ezekiel. Um... What's happening in this passage is God tells us, okay, first off, from a Old Testament perspective, Ezekiel might be the most amazing book in the entire Bible. Um, every time I talk about it, I have to I have to talk about why Ezekiel is so important. Because if you go back and read the Old Testament, um, the law, Joshua, the prophets even, uh, David, you know, and that, there's something uniquely special about Jerusalem, about the Holy Land, um, about the temple. Um, the temple, there's the Holy of Holies, and that's where the Jewish people believed that the, the um, that the glory of God resided. Um, I used to, a long time ago, believe they thought that God physically lived there, and that's not accurate. Basically, they believed that God's glory resided in the, in the Holy of Holies, we, what we would think of as the Holy Spirit. Um, so this is very sacred and very holy, and they experienced God in a very holy and powerful way. If you remember last a week or so, a couple weeks back, we talked about Psalm 121. I lifted my eyes to the hills from whence does my help come. My help it comes from the name of the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. The temple mount, where the temple was, was where God's presence was. And they associated that with how to worship God. If you go back and read the New Testament, you see that one of the conflicts that the Jews have, had with the um, Samaritans was where God should be worshipped. The Samaritans worshipped on their high holy hills within Samaria the Jews said, no, come to Jerusalem. That was that was a constant refrain of conflict within that culture was, where do you worship at? Where do you worship? You can do you can do your synagogue stuff where you're teaching the law and hearing the law read, but actual proper temple worship can only happen in Jerusalem. The reason proper temple worship can only happen in Jerusalem is because that's where the temple was. And the thing about the temple was that that's where the glory of God resided. That's where the spirit of God was. Okay. So, now they're in exile, now they're in Babylon, they're not able to go to the temple, they're not able to worship like they were. And what does Ezekiel find? 
in Babylon. Ezekiel starts off with a will within a will. This great vision that God gives him. We see all throughout Ezekiel, the Spirit of God speak to him. And he, he encounters God. And he encounter, encounters God's presence. And he hears from God. So, God's presence is not just bound to the temple. God's presence is not just bound to Jerusalem. God's presence is universal. It's an amazing book because we come to understand that God is everywhere. And we know that. But it's one thing to know it, but it's one thing to, it's another thing to experience it like Ezekiel has experienced it within, within this book. So that's why Ezekiel is always a really interesting book to study, a really, really interesting book to read. So today, uh, God tells Ezekiel to go out to this valley. In this valley, he's to prophesy, to command these bones to come back to life. And so Ezekiel prophesies, and these bones are, are resurrected into a body, an army. But yet there's no life in them. It is until he is told to prophesy, breathe the spirit into them, breathe. And he breathes breath, and then the spirit comes. In scripture, breath is always synonymous with, with the Holy Spirit. Breathe, the spirit comes, and now they're alive. And so um, we see, and God said, eventually tells him that this is a, this is a symbolic for what he's going to do to Israel. He'll restore them, he'll breathe, breathe life into them. And so <clears throat> this passage here in Ezekiel is always a beautiful metaphor a beautiful example of what resurrection looks like and how God is a God who will breathe life into dry bones. That no bone is so dry that God can't redeem it. No, not, no, no life is too dead that God can't restore it and that God can't save it. God is a God who redeems. God is a God who restores. God is a God who breathes life. God's a God who who breathes life. And that life is found in him. And that life is found in his spirit. Because first we see the bones are raised together. And they look to be alive. But they really aren't alive because they don't have the spirit of God in them. And I think that's an important thing. Remember yesterday we talked about abiding in God. And how our main duty is to abide in God. Well, I think for us today, it's important for us to realize two things. First, that God can redeem and restore and bring life to anyone and anything. It's so tempting and so easy for us to give up on people, to give up on situations, and to give up on ourselves. That's very easy to do. It's, it's very easy. I, I do it, you do it. It's it's. It's probably the level-headed thing to do to give up sometimes in them. But we remember that God's not a God that always works logically. Easter's not really logical. Valley of Dry Bones isn't really logical. God's a God of life. And so there's nothing that God can't redeem, nothing that God can't restore, nothing that God can't bring life to. We see that in this. But we also see this. Life is not merely existing. Life is not really not merely just being there and standing around. This army looked alive at first, but they weren't truly alive until Ezekiel prophesied breath, until the Spirit came. When the Spirit came, then they were actually alive. 
So life is not existing. Because many of us exist. All of us watching this video are existing. All of us reading this devotional are existing. We're breathing. We're processing information through our eyes and our ears. And we have jobs to go to and we have stuff to do. We're existing. But are we living? Are we living? You know, my Easter sermon this past week was on the fact that we're so ready to get back to normal. And post-resurrection, there was no new, there was no normal. After life had triumphed over death, normal was gone. And so we're looking to resurrect life here now in our churches, in our homes, in our families. But I don't know that we should go back to normal. Because I don't know that normal was working for us. I don't know that normal was really what we wanted. So as we resurrect and return to life, let's bring back the things that were good and life-giving and beautiful. The relationships, the friendships, the music, the laughter, the joy, the music. But let's make it better. Let's make it even better. So, um, we existed before COVID, didn't we? Where are we really living? Where are we really living? We're reminded today that life doesn't come from just merely existing. But life comes when the Spirit of God comes upon us. We breathe in God's Spirit. We live for His purpose. Live for His goal. Live for His life. So today, um, I hope I, I hope the dry bones that are in our life are brought to life. I hope that God resurrects a lot of stuff in our life today. But I hope that we remember what life really is. That life's not existing. Life is living by the Spirit. So. I pray you have a great day today, a great day of living in the goodness of God's spirit and living in the goodness of God's purpose. Love you guys. Praying for you. Have a great Thursday, and we'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. Have a great day.